Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Rams Up, your weekly Los Angeles Rams podcast. We get into SoCal sports news of interest, but we'll mostly talk about what's happening with your L.A. Rams. I'm your host, Mark. We are, by the way, a member of the Pigskin Podcast Network. Let's get to it. Greetings, Ram fans. Episode 26 here of Rams Up, your L.A. Rams podcast. As the Rams prepare for their first preseason game coming up this Saturday. And our primary focus of this episode will be what I am looking for and what I am looking forward to seeing in this preseason game against the Chargers. And I also provide the very first ever Rams Up power rankings. But first, did we dodge a bullet last week or what? Right after I published my last podcast, got a message. Stafford left the field holding his thumb in a cold towel after banging it on a teammate's helmet. Talk about a sleepless night. Now, if you're a hardcore Ram fan like me and my special assistant are, you probably experienced something similar to what we experienced. My assistant, he tells me he was sitting on the couch after hearing the news. 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock in the evening, his girlfriend comes home, takes one look at him and says, What's wrong? 
And that pretty much sums it up. No, it wasn't a car accident. No, his dear aunt Ethel did not die. No, he did not get reprimanded at work. The Rams quarterback hurt his thumb, and we don't know how bad it is yet. Pretty hysterical, actually. As it turns out, thank goodness Stafford is fine. Now, John Wolford isn't. He had his appendix removed, which kind of unsettles things for Saturday's game against the Chargers. Ideally, we'd like to see Wolford throwing to those wide receivers, the young guys, Van Jefferson, maybe Tutu Atwell, Jacob Harris, Bryson Hopkins. But it's going to have to be Bryce Perkins taking the reins, I assume, at the start of the game. So what we learn on offense may be a little diluted, but still be interesting to see what Bryce Perkins can do. The Rams wrapped up their joint practices with the Cowboys. A few fisticuffs, that's to be expected. Daryl Henderson reportedly looked explosive. Stafford connected with Deshaun Jackson on some deep balls. And most importantly, no injuries. So mission accomplished. And it's really good for these ones to get some live action against another NFL team because that's the last time they're probably going to get any until until that regular season game one against the Bears. Other news, Isaac Bruce finally gets into the Hall of Fame. Nice little speech he had. Someone took his iPad, so he had to wing it. Did a pretty good job considering. I really like how he called out all those old coaches and teammates all the way back to high school in Santa Monica City College. I didn't mind the part of him calling out the scouting expert who suggested he wasn't going to get drafted, wasn't what they were looking for. But he didn't have to mention the other two wide receivers that the analysis did like. Could have left that out. But other than that, great speech. Isaac deserves it. Next up, Torrey Holt. Other random Ram news. The Rams signed a defensive back Donovan Olumba on Friday. He has some NFL experience with the Cowboys and the Browns. Played in the Canadian Football League a bit. Cynthia Freeland, the NFL analyst, ranked the Rams running back room as the 25th best in the league. And I don't really have a problem with that. This is post-Akers injury. Sounds about right, actually. They got some proven to do. Maybe Xavier Jones and Jake Funk will turn some heads and change that ranking. Worth noting that the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, two other Super Bowl favorites, come in at 19th and 22nd, and the Bucks come in at 24th. So it's not like you need a great running back room to get to the Super Bowl. Rams cut Jamal Demby. He's been around for several years. I'm surprised he's lasted this long, actually, but I wouldn't be surprised if he came back. And they brought in Jeremiah Colon. He's had some time with the Rams previously. Also, I wanted to note that last episode, we discussed the wide receiver combination of Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt. And someone mentioned, hey, you didn't talk about the respective quarterbacks these duos had. I said, yeah, I didn't go that deep. But I took a quick look at this, and it's pretty uh, eye-opening. Isaac Bruce's best game ever came with Chris Miller at quarterback. Torrey Holt's best game ever came with Mark Bulger at quarterback. 
And as for Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison, almost all of their time together, they played for a quarterback by the name of Peyton Manning. And look at those quarterbacks Rice and Taylor and Rice and Owens played for. So if you're going to take into account quarterbacks, I think you bump Chris Carter and Randy Moss up a little bit. You bump up Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt a little bit and maybe hold back those 49er and Colt receivers. Not as impressive when you consider that. And one last note, Gus Johnson and Aqib Tlaib will be calling select games on Fox this year. I'd love to see them do a Ram game. Gus Johnson is my favorite announcer, period. So exciting. Or is it just that the exciting games happen to fall into his lap? Regardless, I love to hear him call games. And Aqib Tlaib, he's a really interesting color commentator. Those two guys would be a lot of fun. Next up, all the things we hope to see in this Charger-Ram game. Then we'll have our fearsome four predictions for the Charger-Ram game. And finally, our first ever Rams Up Power Rankings. So we finally get to see the 2021 version of the Los Angeles Rams. This Saturday, August 14th, 7 p.m. at SoFi Stadium, the Rams' little brothers, the L.A. Chargers, come in for the first preseason game for both teams. The win or loss isn't really that important, although I do root for my team in the end. I'm more concerned about getting out of this game healthy. There are a bunch of things that I'm looking for a bunch of reasons I'm going to be watching this game. Things I want to see, things I hope to see. And my initial approach to this was, hey, let me make a first some four things I want to see in this game. But, but my list got a little bit longer, and I ended up with a bunch of things I want to see. One thing I want to see is I want to see Chris Garrett get to the quarterback. This guy averaged basically one sack a game at the college level. Rams spent a seventh-round pick on him. Interested to see if he can get it done at the NFL level. Even if it's against second and third stringers, be interesting to see what he brings. I suspect he'll be on the field a lot because the Rams want to find out the same thing. Is this guy an edge rusher at the NFL level? Now, remember, Garrett played at Concordia St. Paul, a Division II school. So, so there's a lot to learn about whether he can excel at the NFL level. Another thing I want to see, kind of the same thing, Terrell Lewis. Now, we know he's a legitimate NFL player, but we need to see him get to the quarterback as well. He's Leonard Floyd's primary backup at this point. And like I said, he showed some goods last year, but I want to see some consistent pressure when the opposing quarterback drops back to pass. And remember, Lewis has had some issues with that knee. Coming out of college, he dropped in the draft because of some knee issues, and they recurred in his first year with the Rams. So is he ready to go? Is he 100%? Is he a guy that Rams can count on moving forward? Let's hope so. And what about those two undrafted free agent safeties trying to make the team? 
Paris Ford, I thought, was draftable. I'm surprised he did not get drafted. Rams were fortunate to get him as an undrafted free agent. And Troy Warner, Fred Warner's little brother, uh, I guess he's been sparkling on the practice field. Let's see if he can show some stuff in an actual game. I think he'll be on the field a lot as well. And I also want to see what Nick Scott can do at that safety position. I'm probably guilty of forgetting about him. I hear he has been stepping up in camp. Maybe he's got a shot at winning one of those starting safety positions. I suspect he will be on the field a lot regardless, so let's see how he does against the Chargers. I think he'd be on the field a lot. Robert Rochelle and Bobby Brown, two of the drafted rookies, they look unlikely to play at this point due to minor surgeries they had. Two drafted rookies that will play on defense are Ernest Jones, the middle linebacker, and the defensive lineman, Ernest Brown. Really curious to see what they bring. Ernest Jones has to bring the hammer and perhaps start earning a spot as our new middle linebacker. I'm not necessarily disappointed with the linebackers we had last year, but I think there is room for improvement, and Ernest Jones might be our only hope. Ernest Brown, we need some death on that defensive line after losing Michael Brockers and Morgan Fox. We have to hope Ernest Brown is going to earn a spot in that rotation. And Trevan Howard, the other linebacker, I'd like to see him too. I suspect he'll be on the field a lot well. McVeigh has been talking him up. Remember, he was going to be a starter last year before the injury. He needs to get back on the field and start making plays. A little bit under the radar, but another guy I want to see at that linebacker spot is Christian Roseboom. We've kind of forgotten about him. He's an undrafted 2020 free agent, and he's hung around. And here he is again trying to earn a roster spot. And the reports I have heard is he looks like the real deal. He'll get some opportunities Saturday night as well. I was really concerned that we weren't going to see Jacob Harris due to his recent surgery, minor surgery, some type of core injury he had. But but he's already been back out on the field making plays in camp. So really excited to see what he can do, especially in the red zone. And what about the invisible man, Bryson Hopkins? Remember, Hopkins was a fourth-round draft pick in 2020. He had all the markings of the, one of those stretch-the-field tight ends, guys that can run the seam, a yards-after-catch type of tight end. But he only played two snaps, basically disappeared. And then the Rams drafted Jacob Harris this year, very similar in a lot of ways. I'm curious to find out what the Rams' plans are for Bryson Hopkins, and we may get a hint of that Saturday night. Along the offensive line, there's four guys trying to earn spots on this roster, and they're probably all going to be playing a lot. Brian Allen, Tremaine Ankrum, A.J. Jackson, and Max Percher, the Italian. Allen has basically become a long-term reserve. Can he earn back that center position? Tremaine Ankrum, from what I have been told, he can play virtually anywhere along the offensive line. It'll be interesting to see where the Rams have him Saturday night. A.J. Jackson, one of the best undrafted offensive linemen this past draft. A lot of people thought he was one of the best undrafted free agents available, and the Rams snagged him. Percher was assigned to the Rams to the International Pathway Program. The Rams actually get a 
practice squad exemption for him, so that's his most likely destination, to be quite honest. Another guy I really want to see is Christian Jackson, the wide receiver. This is another guy, kind of like Christian Roseboom, undrafted in 2020. Jackson was on the roster the entire season. The Rams are keeping him around for a reason. I mean, all these wide receivers they got, and here is Christian Jackson hanging out in the shadows waiting for his opportunity, and these preseason games will be his opportunity. Cup and Woods, they're certainly not going to play. Deshaun Jackson, not sure he'd play at all either. I want to see Christian Jackson make some plays. This is his chance. Might be worth noting that Jackson and the Rams backup quarterback John Wolford worked out extensively during the offseason. So those two have bonded, and maybe that enhances Jackson's chances. Still unclear on if Tutu Atwell is going to play. Obviously, if he does play, that will be a special point of interest for all Ram fans to see if he can hold up, catch the ball, stretch the field. And it's probably worth noting that with John Wolford out, what we can learn from this game is a little bit diluted. Bryce Perkins and Devlin Hodges will be taking the snaps, which is kind of a bummer. I'd like to see what Wolford can do with these guys that are fighting for roster spots. But let's just hope Perkins and Hodges are up to the task for one game, help these receivers and tight ends show their stuff. And those running backs, while we lost Cam Akers, that really piques our interest in which of these other running backs is going to step up. And I don't mean Daryl Henderson. I'm talking about Jake Funk, Xavier Jones, O.J. Anderson, Raymond Calais. Funk is the one that's most interesting to see. I think Xavier Jones is locked to make this roster as far as I'm concerned. And I'll go out on a very sturdy limb here and make a prediction. Xavier Jones will be the star of the Los Angeles Rams preseason. I want to see what Jake Funk can do. Can he be the number three running back? Because we might need him to be. Let the punting wars begin. They got a new leg in camp. Johnny, time to step up. Make last season a distant memory. I suspect both punters will have their opportunities. And Sean McVay will be watching. And a lot of you probably aren't too excited about this, but I'm actually kind of nervous about it, and that's the long snapper wars that are about to begin between Orzek and Werfel. We've been spoiled by Jake McQuaid. When was the last time the Rams had a bad snap? Now they got these two guys bringing in these two to fight for the job. It'll be one of them. All eyes on our long snappers Saturday night. I suspect they'll both get their opportunities. And one bad snap could end their career. This is so important. You don't realize it, perhaps, but one bad snap in the regular season can cost you a playoff spot. And, you know, after talking about these punters and long snappers, my shy special assistant who knows everything but prefers to remain anonymous had an excellent point on this subject. And he said the fact that the Rams are bringing in a long snapper may actually guarantee Johnny Hecker his job as the punter. If you think about it, do the Rams really want to bring in a new long snapper 
and a new punter, meaning that they'll have a new holder. Johnny Hecker was excellent in that role, and we actually gave this some thought, and we remembered one bad snap by Jake McQuaid in his years here, one that we could remember, and yours truly, Johnny Hecker, made the play, and we were able to get the kick off. So maybe that's Hecker's saving grace that the Rams are changing long snappers, obviously, and they do not want to introduce a new variable, meaning a new holder, into the equation. And the last guy I want to see, the last guy I want to mention is Justin Lawler, another guy that we've forgotten about. He's been banged up ever since he got drafted, hasn't really had his opportunities. This may be his last shot. I hope he gets some playing time. I suspect he will. I have heard nothing about him coming out of camp. No notes, no comments. He's on their roster. Justin Lawler kind of pulling for him. I don't know why, but I just like to see these guys that we've forgotten about that have struggled to stay healthy, hung around for a couple years trying to make an NFL roster, waiting for that opportunity and capitalizing on it. And hey, maybe Saturday night is Justin Lawler's moment. We'll have to see. That's a long list of things I'm looking at. I'm not too concerned about our core players. I'd rather they didn't play at all, and hopefully they won't. Might see some battling back there for that safety spot. Maybe Rapp and Burgess both get significant playing time. A bunch of linebackers will get rotated in. That'll be interesting. So let's just hope they all stay healthy. And maybe a couple of guys we had forgotten about start to step out of the shadows and shine for the L.A. Rams. How about some predictions for the Charger-Ram preseason game? For you new listeners, we have a regular feature called our Fearsome Four Questions. We're going to go a little sideways here, throw you a curve, and we're going to call it our Fearsome Four Predictions for the Charger-Ram game. Let's give it a shot. Fearsome Prediction 1. Jake Funk will score a touchdown. I believe the Rams will want to try to establish someone as a ball carrier in that red zone, aside from Daryl Henderson. And Xavier Jones could be the guy, but why not give Jake Funk some shots in the red zone, inside the five, maybe. Fearsome prediction, too. The Rams will have two interceptions. I think the Rams secondary is the best in the league, and I think it's extremely deep. And I just have a feeling, a gut feeling, that... Some of these guys trying to make the roster are going to take some chances and get their hands on the ball. Fearsome prediction three. Chris Garrett will have a sack. He's going to find a way. He's going to put the Chargers quarterback on the ground at least once. And fearsome prediction four. Bryce Perkins is going to have more than 50 yards rushing. He used his legs a lot in college. Got a preseason game. He's trying to prove that he can run that offense, but I still think there's going to be opportunities for him to run. And that's what you want in a second and third string quarterback, in my opinion. Beat a team with their legs. Such a change up from what Stafford offers. Bryce Perkins will move the chains with his legs a few times. And as far as a prediction for this game, I'm not going to predict a winner or loser or a score. 
anyone that tries to do so with any amount of certainty is fooling you. It's a preseason game. Not going to even give it a shot. What is an NFL podcast without power rankings? And here are our inaugural 2021 Rams up preseason power rankings subject to change between now and game one. This was, by the way, a collaboration between myself, your host, and my shy special assistant who knows everything but prefers to remain anonymous. I think they're pretty spot on. Here we go. Number 32, the Detroit Lions. Even though I think Jared Goff is going to have a very good year and surprise some people. Number 31, the Houston Texans. You know, if Deshaun Watson gets things together and he gets back on the field, I suspect they're not going to stay at 31. But man, that franchise, some crazy things going on there over the last four or five years. Number 30, Philadelphia Eagles. Pretty amazing. You know, just a few years ago, they were in the Super Bowl, one of the strongest franchises in the league. Coach is gone. Quarterback's gone. They're rebuilding. Number 29, New York Jets. However, I think this is another team that's going to climb a little bit. I like their quarterback. I like their head coach. Good things will be happening there soon, I think. 28, Denver Broncos, 27, Jacksonville Jaguars, another team, new coach, new quarterback. Don't expect them to stay at 27 very long, but they got to prove it. Number 26, Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow coming back from the injury. Not sold on their head coach quite yet. 25, New England Patriots. Is Cam the answer? Year two, we'll find out. 24, Carolina Panthers. 23, New York Giants. Is Daniel Jones holding them back? 22, Las Vegas Raiders. 21, the Washington football team. Great defense. They managed to win that division last year, but I don't think it's going to happen again. Number 20, Atlanta Falcons. Number 19, Chicago Bears. When they make that quarterback switch, It may propel them a few spots up. Number 18, Minnesota Vikings. Another team who I think was just snake-bitten last year. Number 17, Pittsburgh Steelers. They always seem to find a way. I kind of like the Seahawks in that regard. Their record is always better than you'd expect it to be. They're going to be in the hunt again. Number 16, the New Orleans Saints. No Drew Brees. They'll be breezeless for the first time in so many years. So there's obviously questions at quarterback who's going to lead them, but they're still a solid roster, so don't discount them completely. Number 15, the Indianapolis Colts. Now, I originally had them as high as number 11. Two key injuries to Carson Wentz, the quarterback, and Quentin Nelson, perhaps the best player on that roster. They're both out for weeks, if not a couple months or longer, so they dropped to 15. If they ever get healthy, expect to see them in the top 12 or 10. 
Number 14, the Arizona Cardinals. I know a lot of people are jumping on the Cardinal bandwagon. Kyler Murray maturing, hopefully, into a true NFL passer. Lots of additions, but most of those additions are older players. So so I'm a little hesitant to bump them up higher than 14. Number 13, the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy gets his second shot, his second year at the helm. Dak Prescott coming back from the injury. Expect to see good things from the Cowboys this year. Number 12, the Miami Dolphins. I have them higher than most. I think this team is headed in the right direction. Great coach, Brian Flores. Good team. Arrows pointing up for the Miami Dolphins. And number 11, the Los Angeles Chargers. I think Brandon Staley is the perfect guy for that team. Maybe the snake-bitten days are over for the LA Chargers. Gotta admit, they get a great roster. I'm projecting Staley to be a great coach. So the Chargers, just outside that top 10 for now. Number 10, Cleveland Browns. Another team, I've seen them as high as three in some power rankings, but great offensive line. They've got a lot of weapons, good defense. I still have them at number 10, though. Number 9, Tennessee Titans. I don't think the Titans get the respect they should, in my opinion. Number 8, Seattle Seahawks. They do not seem like they've improved, other than adding a dynamic rookie wide receiver, but they got that Russell Wilson magic. Number seven, Baltimore Ravens, a great regular season team. Number six, the San Francisco 49ers. They're healthy. They're going to be a force. It'll be interesting to see how long they wait to make a quarterback change. Number five, the Buffalo Bills. I think they're on their way up. Another team that maybe their time has come. We'll have to see a Super Bowl run in store for them. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. And that is because Aaron is back. I did not have them this high a week ago because of the uncertainty, but that's where they are. Number four, I think they're almost a lock to win that division, although I think the Vikings and Bears could both be improved. Number three, our Los Angeles Rams. A lot of people throwing shade at the Rams. I think they're uninformed. So many good players up and down this roster. That secondary is going to be incredible. They lost Cam Akers. That might be an issue. But adding Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Jackson... Offensive line still looks good. This team could be really exciting to watch. I got the Rams at number three. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. They may have taken a step back, especially on their offensive line, but they're still an incredible team. That offense is so scary with Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. And number one, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's kind of interesting I'd rather play the Bucks than the Chiefs if I'm the Rams. Chiefs scare me more. I think the Rams match up well against the Bucks, but you got to give the Bucks credit. They were solid up and down their roster, offense, defense, running game, passing game, coaching. They had all the pieces and I don't see any drop off. So, I got the Bucks at number 1, but I'm telling you right now, they will be the team to beat in the NFC, but they are a team I think the Rams can beat, as they did last year. 
That uh, ramps up preseason 2021 power rankings as camps break out. We'll do this again before the season starts. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach out to us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And please subscribe and give us that five-star rating. We really appreciate it. And remember, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.